So we've been doing every episode for the past few episodes, jokes about whatever number we're on. We've done 9, 10, now we're on 11, and I don't know what to do, so what I did is I looked up jokes about the number 11, and I'm going to read off one for you. A dad says to his son, 10 times 2 and 11 times 2 equal the same number. The son says, it's wrong. The dad asks, what's 10 times 2? The son replies, 20. And then the dad says, and 11 times 2 is 22. I've probably heard that a bunch. This is not a comedy podcast. I just wanted to start off with something fun. Let's get that intro music playing. Welcome to Carrying the Torch. I am Caleb Green. That is not my actual last name. Just a joke because I think Green sounds cool. One of the parts of being a writer is that you come up with fictitious names. My name is Caleb, but you'll never know my last name. All right, so subscribe and follow if you enjoy the content that we put out every week. We have a podcast going. Hop over to the YouTube channel, view the additional stuff that we have going. And what you can do now is there's a link below in the description of this podcast. If you're on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening on podcasts, hop over, click on that link. It'll take you to the anchor site for this website. There's a little spot that says message on the site. Click that. You can record with your phone or if you have a computer and have a mic plugged in, whether webcam, whatever, you can send in a message and we might play it on the show if it's sufficiently stupid and it it actually leads leads us to say something stupid because I like to say stupid things and I like to not think through what I'm saying. Uh, obviously, that's why I had to rescript this episode and that's why this is coming out a day late. So with that being said, um, yeah, let's get straight into it. One of the things that's interesting about this society right now is that it's very different from any other society that we've had in the past. And people will say that a lot in support or against support, you know, against support of America. But one of the things that you have to say is this is a unique example of a society. One of the the aspects of that is that the clashing parts of culture are built into the system to the point where, yeah, it's just standard that people are so conflicted about these things. You know, whether it's Republican, Democrat, progressive you know, progressive conservative or Christian atheist or really any other religion, we have these sorts of clashes baked into the culture. And that's one of the things that you get with freedom. That's one of the things you get when you tell people that you're free to believe whatever you want. You will naturally get those things. But now more than ever, you see in our society a complete obsession over these these conflicts. It's really It's really sad to see that we've emphasized this so much in our culture. And part of that is because we give people freedom. Part of it's because people just are jerks. This is the truth. People want people want to stir up conflict all the time. So this is just what you're going to get when you give those people freedom as well. Not saying we shouldn't have freedom for those people. We totally should. But it's just one of the things that you're going to get. And in Gen Z, my generation, I'm Gen Z, these conflicts are even built into memes and other aspects of our culture. And it's always something where... Everything's a joke. Conflicts are a joke. You know, you see, anything can be a meme. Whether it was Will Smith, whether now it's it's Johnny Depp and stuff, and that's what we're going to be talking about a lot today, is Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and that whole situation. But it's built into our culture, and this is one of the things I want to talk about, is 
it's so integrated into our society, these, these conflicts, that we don't properly recognize the problems that they bring. I think for a lot of people, it's just second nature. Yeah, this is just how things are. We don't really acknowledge or try to fix any of the problems that we have because of this. So with the whole Amber Heard and Johnny Depp thing, one of the things that struck me is I remember this stuff happening in 2019 um, when he sued and I forgot about it. All of 2020, I had other things on my mind. You know, uh, 2021 came rolling around, still other things on my mind. 2022, then it pops back up again randomly in the middle of February. You're like, huh? And then all of a sudden it's all back in the news. And the interesting thing for me is really the the support that he's received on all spectrums really it's crazy because five years ago when she divorced him he lost everything well it wouldn't have been five years when when the article she released for the washington post came out and she you know spoke out that he had abused her he lost all the stuff that he had had whether it was the fantastic beasts um, position or whether it was any of that stuff. He, he lost it all. He lost everything. He lost from, from Disney. He lost, uh, Warner brothers. He lost all those jobs. And so, yeah, it makes sense why he's suing her for $50 million. That part makes sense. Steven Crowder talked about this issue. And if you guys don't know who Steven Crowder is, he's a conservative comedian and political commentator that runs a show called Louder with Crowder. One of the most famous, and I would say the most popular conservative podcast that exists in the space today, except for maybe exceptions like the Ben Shapiro show, or I can't think of really any others. It's really those two are kind of the beasts when it comes to conservative commentary on political issues. And he tackled this and he, he talked about this issue is really a fight for, for men's rights. And I think that, I think that's true, uh, in part. And the problem, the, but the, the, the problem is, is that for most people, this issue isn't about men's rights. So when you see in the culture and in in all of the stuff that we're talking about daily as far as this conversation, it's all about, oh, we need to support Johnny Depp. And that's it, really. Um, and this is part of what I'm, I was thinking about is, are we not acknowledging where this problem came from? A lot of people kind of forget. They're like, oh, Amber, it's oh, a disgusting, evil person or whatever. And they'll say all this. I'm not saying that. You know, I don't like to be super mean like that. <laughs> but I think the problem is that we as a society can often take the position of the victim. Whoever the victim is in a certain situation, whoever is the meekest, whoever seems like they're going through the most struggle, that's who we side with. And it's not wrong to be empathetic at all. It's totally not wrong. I think we should be empathetic as Christians. But people can often hone in on the pain itself instead of going to the root cause and the source of that pain and trying to alleviate that, fix that, or at least recognize that that is happening. It's funny that I'm saying this. Because this is this sounds an awful lot like what BLM was about. You know, the, the idea that we should be fixing what seemed like to them was the root issue, which was systemic oppression. I don't really want to have a conversation so deep on BLM. We might cover it in the future. It's really devolved into obscurity at this point. It really doesn't matter anymore. P conservatives will often hold this up and say, oh, look at this. I get it was a recent thing, but there are more prevalent and more important things to talk about right now. Nobody cares about BLM anymore. Nobody does. This is why it's not in the news anymore. It's why there aren't riots anymore. There were small little things happening. But if it really, if it really 
would warrant me talking about it, I think it would have to be something that was a little bigger. Because um, I just want to talk about the cultural things happening today, things I see, my perspective, and and kind of exploring a biblical understanding of these things. But the BLM movement was, it really just ended up people mad at police brutality, wanting to fix the problem or seem like they're fixing the problem of systemic oppression and then moving on. This is why it's not a part of the conversation anymore. Everything that happened during the Summer of Love was a big show. It was meant to bring fear and make it seem like the change that was happening in the country um, was was bigger than it was. Like, oh, this big movement is happening. All oh, this this big stand for this. And when, in fact, two years later, nothing really changed. Besides the fact that people's opinions on all of this stuff have degraded to such a degree. It's way better to try and fix the visible problem that you see instead of using your brain to figure out what the problem is underneath. You know, you'd say, oh, you see all these examples of police brutality. And so what are we going to do? We're going to protest and riot and burn down cities and buildings and stuff. And you're like that. There's a disconnect there because you end up not you're not addressing the root problem. You're not even addressing the problem of police brutality. You're saying solution violence i would cause violence solution violence like really that's that's what you got uh it's not even addressing underlying legal problems you didn't see this sweep through a lot of you saw this in some parts in some very very liberal people in the government but it really was not a very uh common thing that you saw among a lot of people in government they weren't sweeping with these major revisions to legal reform they weren't they would protest, they would put up the black thing, you know, the black square on Instagram, but really they didn't do much more than that, and they talked about it, but really nothing happened, again, nothing happened, we're looking now, and the only thing that has changed are people's opinions of the matter. I don't think, as much as I'd love to be optimistic, and we've talked about this on the channel before, I know a lot of people listening, majority of people listening are, are women, and as much as, that's, that, that's fantastic. I want as many people to listen as possible. I'm not for men or women, but we do have, I don't know if you want to send it to someone you're dating, boyfriend, maybe a, a male friend, if, you, if they want to enjoy the content that we have. We also have a few videos talking about Christian men, Christian men issues, stuff like that. Um, it's not the, the biggest focus of what I do, but I do like to talk about it a little bit because it's something that is is affected my life in different ways and in different atmospheres. Uh, mine, my family's, we've seen this sort of stuff and s some of the problems and as well as some of the, the things that people can over overshadow and overfocus on. Uh, not overshadow, but just like hyper-focus on as far as m different movements among men and as far as men's rights and i don't think that a majority of people who are for johnny depp are for men's rights all of a sudden i think they just are for and want to be sympathetic of someone who's hurting and again there's nothing wrong with that but the problem is um people are yeah, people aren't understanding that this situation the root cause really one of the root causes is that we have slighted men in a lot of ways and we've also taught women and obviously she's definitely an exception to the rule being abusive i'm not saying women are abusive not at all i'm just saying you look at a situation like this and a lot of men have experienced similar situations at the very least at a level of emotional abuse way more than may way more than men cause women women cause men emotional abuse this is true i will link um the study posted in in the description where you can see that those statistics 
but a lot of people can get hopeful in the midst of a situation like this that are more on the men's rights. We have some subscribers on the channel that are that enjoy uh, content about men's rights and these issues. So I'm just addressing those people here. That's why I'm talking about it. I don't think that's what this is. I really don't think that that's what this is. I think this is just someone who is struggling and hurting and people want to be there for him and support him in the face of something that is so obviously a problem. Someone who is so obviously a problem. I don't think the general consensus has changed at all. And this is something that Red Pill and MGTOW will... I've pronounced it wrong before. I'll pronounce it right now. MGTOW, not MGTOW. MGTOW. They try to fix this, and I think they... Or at the very least, address it. And I think they do to a degree. However, what we need more of is a Christian backing of people like this. And I'm not saying just specifically with Johnny Depp, obviously everybody's supporting Johnny Depp. But what I'm saying is more of, we need a Christian backing and more of a Christian emphasis on Christian men. And we don't do that anymore in our society. And as much as these secular movements can help like Red, Red Pill and McTow, and you know, you'll see popular YouTube channel, Roma, Roma's army, I think is a, one of the first ones that comes to my mind. You know, we have these popular YouTube channels of people addressing and bringing forth these issues, but as much as that helps, there are very, there so many ways that when the secular movements come along without a Christian backing or at least a Christian perspective on this sort of stuff, it doesn't get far enough or it might be led astray or it might go, go the wrong direction or too far and we might overreact and all of these things. Like you see, a lot of people in MGTOW can get very angry very easily and a lot of people in Red Pill can get very frustrated with women and they can be like, oh, women are, there are, there are a lot of problems that women and men both face, but Red Pill and MGTOW can often go and say, there's no hope. Women are too flawed, they're too failing, like all of this stuff, the modern woman is terrible and I'm just going to leave or I'm just going to treat them like garbage and I don't care, I am superior to them. This is a very, it's very common for these movements. And while red pill is multiple different fashions, you have red pill, sexual, as far as like men's rights and stuff, you have conservative, which is more of that, you know, taking the red pill being conservative. And then you have stuff like like familial things and social things so like traditional values of the family and all this stuff but then you also have stuff like oh how specifically men and women and then we also have like conservative stuff and red pill can also sometimes be used for atheists so the word the term red pill can be used for a lot of different things but what i'm talking about here is specifically the movement of men that are very angry and very frustrated with women so I don't think that, um, I, I think you're seeing a lot more of this, this movement coming forward. And with something like Johnny Depp, I think you're going to see a lot more of that in the future. A lot more emphasis and a lot more anger and frustration coming from these red pill, these MGTOW people. And to a degree, I agree with them. But also there's a very strong degree that I as a Christian say, I cannot, I cannot line up with your beliefs as much as I can relate to you and we can, you know, have that conversation. There is a level of distinction I have to make from you both as someone who is not a believer and a part of a, you know, a secular, very secular movement, but also one that values very, very immoral things and say that I had to break that off. You can't just treat women like garbage because you feel like you're superior or you want to dominate. There's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to be a man, but these, it, often it can go too far. Very often it can go too hard and be dominate aggression, pure rate, you know, and often that can lead again to the problem that we're facing now. And I will talk about this in a future episode. Um, I have some ideas planned 
Maybe once this stuff starts wrapping up more, I'll bring it up again. As far as the problem with chauvinists and feminists, you, just because you have a problem with feminism, and a lot of Christians do, and most Christians do, because Christians hold to a traditional value of men and women. You know, they value different things out of women than they do men. So there's always going to be that. But as much as that is true, we don't want to go too far. And a lot of people who are vaguely Christian or have that Christian can fall into this and say, men's rights and they can well this is not a bad thing but it can go to an extreme very extreme level and we, we just want to i just want to make sure because i've i have flirted with that movement myself and i can say that it just puts you in an angry position it doesn't do anything great for you because you just get angry at all of the injustices and this is the same thing with blm same thing with lgbt all of these movements emphasize getting angry and getting frustrated but a lot, a lot, going back to Johnny Depp, I think a lot of the reason that people are making this such a heavy emphasis in the culture now, sorry, I'm shaking my water bottle, but a, a big reason that this is becoming such a cultural focus is because people do want to be empathetic. And we, at the very least, with all the things wrong with our society, at the very least, people want to be sympathetic. Sometimes empathy can be problematic sometimes we refuse to deal with other things and sympathy by itself is not necessarily a virtue i would say i would say that there's a big distinction between being sympathetic and caring for those in need and being sympathetic to those who Who actively be, being sympathetic to certain principles and certain ideas and being care, you know, and, and kind of fostering those things. There's a sympathy should not be removed from holding your ground, being diligent, saying, This is what I believe. I'm going to care for you, regardless of our difference of opinion. But sometimes that sympathy and that empathy kind of, you know, bonding experience, when you don't fully label your own boundaries, you can easily fall into being led astray. I think that a lot of people that now support debt previously supported Amber Heard when all of this stuff came out for her. And this is what you see in the media and in the elite. All of the emphasis was being placed on Amber Heard's uh, claimed, you know, claim claiming abuse and after the divorce and all of that. In all of that conversation, nobody has cared for debt very much. There's not been much in, in my eyes and in my perspective, maybe I'm wrong here, but it seems like there has not been very much care over the situation at all, as far as on Depp's side, uh, whether it's been complete apathy towards it, and like, I didn't know that this was even happening because it wasn't covered for a while, or if it was, because in 2018, I think it was late 2018, maybe early 2019, all this stuff, Amber Heard claiming abuse, all this stuff happening with... Um, Johnny Depp getting fired and all of that stuff. And in that situation, people were not there for Johnny Depp. So the fact that people are there now, there's a, a switch. Some people might have had their minds changed. But overall, I think the, the sentiment in the country and the sentiment in society is the same. It's just like, we're not really too care. We don't care too much about men's rights. It's not really an emphasis. Yeah, we'll stand up to really someone who's acting evil, a very evil acting woman. And to care for for Johnny Depp, and you see that across the board. But overall, it's like, well, that's not really our focus, and we don't care that much. And it's great to be sympathetic, but 
at the end of the day, you have to say, I'm going to address the root issue and I'm going to look at what could be causing this and why are so many people on the side of all of this red pill and MGTOW stuff and all of this, you know, they feel like they've been slighted. Instead of caring for them and their while you know in that feeling, which is good, you also have to say, well, why do you feel? And we can fix that. Not necessarily on a societal level. We don't always have to do that. But at the very least, say, let me help fix the issue for you personally. And our, that's the sort of sympathy we need. It's not just let me make you feel better. It's let's work together to fix this. Let me help you grow as a human being, let me, right? These things are what we should be dealing with. Not so much just treating what we feel like. It's not all about the feeling. And a lot of people just want to feel better about themselves. So they support whoever seems to be coming up in the news that has been going through this stuff. You saw it in BLM, people just want to feel like they were being considerate and supportive of the black community, which is not a bad thing at all, but they weren't, again, that died off and then they moved on to the next thing, which shows that a lot of people just want to feel like they're supporting something good. And ultimately that's, that's something missing in their heart, right? They still have that in them. As much as they are sinful, as much as we all, all of humanity is sinful, we still all have the desire. Not all of us will, a lot of us will reject it or reject Christ, reject all of that stuff. I don't, I'm not disagreeing there. I don't think, of course, there are a lot of people that still have that feeling. They want to do good things. You see this with Ricky Gervais as an example. He's like, well, I do good things. You know, I do, I do good. I, I you know, pet the cat and I donate to charities is like Bill Gates is another example. It's like, why do I need to believe in God? They have that desire to do good. And even though they were sinners, they still have that desire to do good. They just don't and will always reject Christ. And that's the truth of the matter. And so people, but people do want to, and you should speak to that and you should, you know, that is a good thing even though they're still missing that other half, they're missing Christ. And of course, all this always comes back to Christ and always comes back to Jesus. And there's always something missing, but overall you have to say, okay, it's good that you're being sympathetic, but address the root problem. Not only in your personal life, but why, <coughs> but why are these societal things happening? Why are these things happening that a lot of men are feeling frustrated and angry and feel like they've been slighted and feeling like women don't treat them with respect and that they don't care about traditional values anymore and they, you know, men want certain things out of women and no women want it. Well, like, let's talk about that and have a conversation about that. As much as the sympathy does matter and the care does matter, well, we got to address the elephant in the room. It's important to maintain a firm grip on reality. We have to remember that in the same way that people will claim to speak in Jesus on Jesus' behalf and do miracles in his name, they are not of him. They just use his name to accomplish their own goals. And this is how it's been. There will always be people who latch onto a movement, not because they believe in the movement, but because they either like the crowd, want to feel supportive of whatever person, you know, whatever people they're helping, or just want you know, want to deceive people, honestly. There are a lot of different reasons that people can grab onto these things when they're not actually believing in them, whether it's something like Christianity or a political movement. There are a lot of false conservatives, a lot of false liberals, a lot of false BLM people who say they support the movement, when in fact they don't. There are a lot of people that say they support LGBTQ, when in fact they don't. 
There are a lot of people that just latch onto a movement because it's cool or because everyone else is doing it or because they'll get fired if they don't acknowledge this or like all of these different things. This, this is what people hold on to. And they'll latch onto the movement, but it's not actually belief in the movement. Maybe over time they'll eventually just, you know, be beaten into submission, into agreeing with it. But that's really not what true belief is. It's really not. So it's important to maintain that firm grip on reality. And there are a lot of Christian churches and a lot of Christians that don't do this. And that instead do the opposite and use the name of Jesus and all of all of that association with the church and the good nature of it to accomplish their own goals. And in pop culture Christianity especially with Hillsong and Bethel and other churches like them, yes, I'm going to address them. I, <laughs> Elevation Church is another example. They, they, Well, first, they broke into fame really because of their music. Go back to Hillsong, Hillsong Young and Free, Elevation Music, Elevation Worship, um, Jesus culture, I'm pretty sure is also an offshoot of elevation or another one of those big mega churches, mega, you know, all the mega church attention really, it came one way back with televangelists and second in the pop culture today with, with all of this music release. It really has been, but these churches backslide and they, they hold beliefs that lead others astray, but it passes as ultimately a love for Jesus. And I don't really want to talk a whole lot on theology. That's not really what I get want to get into is the deep theological, philosophical matters of, oh, the way the church is in the wall. That's not really what I want to talk about. I'm not here to go and make an argument to, to you, the listener, on this certain system. There, there are important things that we need to point out as problems, and people can go back and forth and argue all day about whether this belief is right or this belief is right. Most important thing is understanding what truth is, and a lot of these churches do not care, and they just want to say what feels good and emphasize that emotion. They teach that, oh, Jesus loved, and that's it. They don't really teach on those very, very important things, and ultimately, it devolves into success. It devolves into, here's how you can succeed at life. Here's five tips for, you know, how to be better. Vody Balkum had talked about this. Um, I did a short actually a while back where I used that, um, clip of Vody where he said, I'll, I'll just play the clip. I think one of, we've, one of the things we've done is we've fallen prey to this, this sort of self-help Christianity. 10 ways to have a happy life and five ways to reduce stress and for we, you know, and we, we stopped being theological. And it's true. We have stopped being theological and we have stopped really emphasizing the importance of Jesus's sacrifice, satisfying God's wrath so that we might have eternal salvation. We save from our sins. It's right. We, we don't really care. It's why, why, why is it about here's how you can be less depressed. That's a good thing. It's not the most important thing in a church's life. And these churches, a lot of the times, can either emphasize false doctrines and heretical beliefs, and that leads to a lot of problems, or they can just say, we don't really care that much about the gospel, really. They don't talk about the things that are actually important. They focus on all of the extra, all of the extra. You know, oh, here's how you have a more productive day. It's great to have a productive day. I, or here's how you stop being lazy. It's like, oh, I'm lazy. I get it. I need help on that. 
but th- that's not the most important thing. It's it's delving into the scriptures, learning more on how to be trained in righteousness instead of how to be a little bit more productive. You know, it's more about theology than it is productivity. That's we really overemphasize that. But it's all it all boils down to feeling and experience. So many Christians emphasize having a great worship service that makes them feel good instead of I got to worship God. It's all oh, the worship. The songs were really good. There's nothing wrong with having great worship songs. So long as you remember that you're worshiping God. Sometimes we can just say the words. And I know a lot of people, I'm not saying the words. It's like, it's not enough to have a good worship service. It's also to remember that you're worshiping God. That's the most important thing. So it's as much as it's that experience and those feelings are good. That's not the core. It's the extra issue. So in the same way that people look at a situation like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and say, this is the fundamental feeling, or this is the fundamental, you know, outer shell of what's happening. There's this thing going on. Let's be sympathetic towards it. Let's not look at the core of the issue and the core of a lot of people, maybe stronger reactions, which is the men's rights issue. You know, people standing up for men's rights. We don't address that. And instead, what we do, in the same way we do this, we say, it's all about having a great worship service. Instead of, it's all about worshiping God. And that can be great. But you have to look, remember what the core is of Christianity. Remember what the core is of whatever you're doing for God. It's always about the consistency in your beliefs and keeping reality at the center. Keeping reality at the center, focus of what you believe instead of the emotions and the feelings and the trends of whatever is going on right now. Actually keep consistency in what you believe. Your mind can change, but the idea is don't let it be you're just, oh, you believe this, and oh, now I feel differently, and oh, I believe this. Actually say, if your mind changes, say it's because of science, not because I felt different. Or say it's because I read the scriptures and now I know different. Or, oh, I, the argument made to me built and based in scripture on this Christian matter actually convinced me and changed my mind instead of it sounded really nice. And I've talked about this so many times. It's not about whether it sounds nice. It's really not. I could pop up like 10 verses right now on why it's not about sounding nice because ultimately everybody who there are a lot of deceivers that sound really nice. This is not what's most important in your life. Don't become tied to that. Become to become tied to something greater. And we don't tell people that at all. It's just, we don't care. And it's like, is it about the emotions of what you're feeling? Or is it about pursuing truth and keeping your grip on reality? Which is it? You have to choose one. Main draw and main point of this episode is keep a grip on reality and understand that truth is important. Understand that when we view these social issues and social things happening, we have to look at it as how can I look at the root problem instead of just satisfying the shallow? How can I respond by understanding the truth instead of just doing what makes me feel good? How can I go about these things? That is what is most important. I don't think we'll do a book review for today. I will be back next week with another episode of Carrying the Torch. Hop over to the YouTube channel if you want to see more content. We're doing a video this weekend on Christians and 
anime. If you like anime or you know anything about anime, have questions about it, this is a video we're going to talk about. Is it sinful? What is wrong with anime? What is good about anime? My personal perspective as a writer, I love writing, creative type. I love in enjoying movies and books and literature, poetry, all of that stuff. Heavy influence in my life. And as well as that, I'm also a Christian, so I want to I want to kind of blend these two. So we have the series Entertainment Value over on the YouTube channel where we talk about these sorts of things, but it's really a prevalent part of the whole channel as a whole. So hop over to the YouTube channel. Make sure to leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode. I will see you guys in the next video or on the YouTube channel. Peace.